this program to bring you a special report. Welcome back to South of the A. Hope everyone had a fun and safe Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a lot of food because I know I did. You know, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, not necessarily because of what it represents, but just because it's sort of like Christmas light. You know, it's all the food and the cold weather without uh, the impending doom of are they going to like the gift I gave them. <laughs> but with that, I know it's been a while. I've been wanting to make episodes. I really have. But one thing will lead to another. And, you know, sometimes it's good to take a sort of a mental break from things, uh, despite how much you like them, just because you want to be there. 100% and I think I'm there 100% again of course this week we had uh, Daniel which was a fun episode and then now we have Lily she's back uh, Lily skates a lot it's gonna be a great episode a fun episode I hope you guys enjoy it I also wanted to take this time to announce that South of the A is gonna be doing a giveaway a $100 visa gift card to help with a bill maybe some gas maybe Christmas dinner really anything listen I know COVID's been a bitch not everyone was lucky enough to be an essential worker and you know it's the end of the year sometimes you know things get a little tight a hundred dollars may not change your life but it could help someone you know or maybe yourself so if that's the case we're going to be having a link where you guys will be able to answer a couple questions i mean it's nothing it's not necessarily requirements we just want to make sure that it's for our community people from the south bay and maybe give us a little bit of information of how a hundred dollars would help you uh it's going to be randomized honestly but we will be Choosing the ones that are legitimate from the ones that might be from, like, I don't know, say Canada. <laughs> that said, uh, we'll be having more information. We'll have a flyer, the link, and as well as a video coming up soon. So just stay tuned. Again, uh, we just want to get back to the community. And we figure this is a small start, but a start indeed. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and have a good rest of your weekend. Hi, Lily. Thanks for hey. joining us again. Good hey, to have David. you back. Uh, can Thanks you go for ahead having me. Yourself for me, not that you need much introduction, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, well, my name's Lily, short for Liliana. I am from Chula Vista, California. Lived right next to Chula High. Didn't go to Chula High, went to Otay. But, yeah. right. <laughs> I heard, but you know what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a roller skater. I've, I've been on here before. I love your podcast like oh, i really love I mean, your podcast it means a lot love your content too it's so entertaining i don't think i could ever do what you do on roller skates but it looks fun it <laughs> is <laughs> hey, it's a lot of practice that's it no i'm sure but i mean don't self you're so short though i mean more than more than just not that roller skates isn't already amazing you have a uh great what would you call it not really a foundation right it's like a group for black skaters yeah, it's a, well, I would say more, it's like a page slash agency, okay. just trying to like connect folks to opportunities. But okay. I just happen to have relationships, like friendships and stuff with some of the skaters and just from there kind of building up. But yeah, it's not necessarily a crew, but it's okay. like, it's like a place to be showcased where black okay. skaters can be showcased. Yeah, that's great. Actually, I, w I did want to ask you, you know, you are a content creator. Uh, a very successful content creator and i wanted to ask Thanks. you know with everything going on quarantine everybody being on their phones and just looking for entertainment did you see a shift as as far as like people consuming your content did people were they more drawn into seeing you outdoors doing your thing or was it less you think honestly it was definitely more like just from this year alone i've gained 
probably like over 15,000 followers. And I know, and I think it's because COVID and then people were kind of bored, stuck in the house. So they got skates and then they're trying to follow skaters and then they find me, you know? So it all kind of just happened really quickly. And even is still growing. Like I see, I see that my content still gets a lot of views and I do blame COVID for it, which is, it's cool to be able to like, you know, inspire folks to skate like i love hearing the stories from people who say they skate they started skating because they saw my page or maybe like motivating them to to try with um stepping stepping up their games and stuff but it's been it's been a wild ride with the skating community honestly this year i can imagine i feel like um especially when people are finally allowed to be outside Mm -hmm. and just do recreative things or recreational things I feel like skates, much like uh, skating in general or uh, ripstick, I don't know, anything else, anything that gets you outside, <laughs> I feel like it's it's super cool that people are jumping into it, you know, because you're, you're never too old. I, I remember I used to skate when I was younger and I still have a board. I remember just going for a ride to the store and I was like, man, I would have never done this if I didn't have to, you know? Yeah. It's cool, it's cool to just jump back on or even for the first time. You know, yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. I agree. So with that said, um, I haven't actually made an episode in a while, so I haven't even uh, talked about the craziness that's been the last month or really the last year as far as the election. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too much into I mean, we all know how shitty it was, and we all know all, the, all everything that happened. With that said, um, were you surprised that Biden won? Or what were, your, what were your nerves, or how was your attitude? My, um, I, when the election was happening... I try to, I try to stay off my phone, but man, it was too, it was very difficult. Like at first, the first two days, cause you know, it was a, a few days where we didn't know what was the results, but the first few days I was kind of like check, not checking, trying to stay away. Just, I just had a really high hopes that the last president was not be elected. <laughs> I'm not even going to say his name, but you know, I was trying to not really get too much into like, oh, you guys better go vote or anything like that. But when I started to see that there was still no results, I started to get a little nervous about that. And especially with the election always falls around my birthday time. So I was really just, yeah, it was all, especially 2016. That was, I, I felt that and I felt the media consumption was a lot. So I try to do it a little different this year, but um, it's still, I was feeling my attitude about it was, hopeful but then a few days in i kind of started to feel a little bit worried um even though trump was saying stuff like that the votes were not valid or whatever i didn't really i honestly really didn't think that anyone was gonna like take that seriously so uh well he's been like he's been planning for it you know day one Mm -hmm. i feel like as soon as he realized that he was so far behind the polls um he's been setting up for it that's why he was talking so much smack on right the uh u.s postal system and all those sort of things so it's not surprising disappointing but surprising right right such a bad sport about it you know what i mean but uh, i i completely understand i feel like i remember back in 2016 everybody said there was no way he was gonna win so Mm -hmm. back then it honestly surprised me when i saw that he won it, it shocked me and it was it was just so bad so this year to compensate i think i i definitely was more uh, more pessimistic, but only because I wanted to be prepared in case the words mm. did happen. But when I heard, I think it was like on Saturday morning that I woke up and I saw everything on Twitter. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. This is what was supposed to happen. But even then I was like, Oh, okay. We're there. Right. <laughs> That's sad though. A lot of people feel like think, uh, especially 
I have a lot of friends that told me, like, you know, this is the first time I vote. I'm like, that's great. You know, you got to start somewhere. Right. That said, a lot of people do see it as like, okay, we won. That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think is a, is a good next step as far as, um, I mean, not policy-wise or anything like that, but mm-hmm. how can we keep Biden accountable? Because, yeah, he won our vote. Sure, he'll take over, but that doesn't mean everything's going to be better. Right. And that's, I think that's really important to, like, I love that at, during this election, a lot of people are having conversations about, okay, you guys don't forget that after the vote matters too. That was one of the things that I really kept me hopeful too, because I felt like either way it went, people were going to try to put in work, you know, yeah. at least more people than last time. So I would say, and I've been saying this too, that my main thing, my main advice for people if you want to hold Biden accountable, if you want to hold um, the president accountable, the new president, we have to get involved in whether it's like a small organization, like you, you have to find something that you care about and try to, you know, they need people, they need bodies, like whether it's to send emails or to make calls or to hold, you know, organize things, not necessarily like, you know, you don't have to be out there protesting and stuff, but like actual, like maybe it's like your local homeless shelter, homeless shelter. Um, maybe if, if there's a homeless problem in your community, like, you know, trying to, whatever that issue is that you, you feel that wasn't addressed the last presidency or maybe even your whole life or, you know, get involved with that and try to connect with people who are involved because they, they take people more seriously when it's a collective of individuals, not when it's just like a few, like, so try to find that community of folks and it could be multiple communities too. You can intersect, you know, you don't have to be um, super, I'm not going to say not committed, but you have to have some type of passion for it. So it doesn't feel like an add on. It feels like something natural. Yeah. Something you want to do. I mean, a lot of it, is volunteering and just giving up your time you know or, mm-hmm. or money if you have it so yeah that's it you feel like you want to do it the last mm-hmm. thing you want to do is be a chore you know right but i mean i think you're you hit it right on the nail um it all comes down to just keep going right i mean yeah keep going and we're gonna have to vote again soon i'm sure but with that uh being part of the issues that you see in your community i feel like it's a good start and sometimes it's even um uh, what's it called? It might be even closer. Like you mentioned the homeless issue. That's a problem that you see everywhere, right? You might yeah. not fix homelessness as a whole, right? You can help it in your community. And I feel like that's, that's what's important. Yeah. Trying to do your part. But again, these are also <laughs> big things that we might be telling people that never even thought about politics before. So right. that, <laughs> I just want to let people know that, you know, just paying attention at this mm-hmm. point you know right and letting people know that you don't agree let's say joe biden takes a fart right and just you know changes or it doesn't do anything right worst case scenario nothing changes mm-hmm. we have to hold them accountable this yeah. has to be heard they have to know that we can't let this happen and i don't know i just i, I i'm glad people are paying attention i just hope they keep paying attention yeah politics won't be what they used to be at least i don't think they will be not to the extent that they were with the, our last president but that doesn't mean that the Republican Party isn't the same way, you know? So right. I might try to dress it a little nicer with a better Twitter handle, but it's going to be, it's going to be the same bullshit. So I guess. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but one of the things I, I also wanted to ask, you know, uh, someone that's Afro Latina and mm-hmm. has a pretty good perspective on both, uh, both your cultures. 
how do you see um, the black vote and the Latino vote as far as this election? Because a lot of times you hear in the media, like, uh, you know, the black people vote Democrat or they have to vote Democrat. But it was mm-hmm. always an issue I had because I don't feel like a vote, especially a culture vote, belongs to anyone. Granted, right. statistically, maybe it leans Democrat, but that doesn't mean it belongs to anyone. Do you have a point of view on that? I think, you know, that's an interesting question. And I know a lot of people were bringing that up because of a lot of the issues and movements that we've had this year, especially because a lot of the, a lot of the commercials and stuff for the democratic party, which was Joe Biden had to do with the protests. Like there was literally, which I found very offensive. Like, I don't think that that should have been used. Yeah. I don't think that, that those footage should have been used for his to um, lean towards a certain demographic, which was definitely the black vote. And, um, but I also think that it was a smart one because, you know, it yeah, it worked. But um, I think that when it can be, when we're, anytime you classify a group of people, it can be dangerous because it's like you're stereotyping, uh, you know, a certain group. Like, for example, the Latino vote too. Like, I think that for, <laughs> like the the Latino vote, I know it was particular this year. Like this year was was just a hot mess Man, because <laughs> right. I know I was just like wow, like that's crazy because okay, we see you, Florida. We see you, Florida. Shoot, but I've know that there was like different talks. I think the Latino vote, like after like really listening to that the results and the outcome, I was thinking, how can they like? It is actually kind of insulting and not smart to classify all latinos under one vote because we are so so diverse absolutely diverse and i feel like we should actually take this election and the way that they kind of were speaking about the latino vote Mm -hmm. and to further not i don't want to say divide but distinguish between different ethnicities because certain people from certain areas of the country, they definitely were not voting the same, you know? Like, I mean, Florida, for example, but I could say, yeah, like I could say the same thing for black folks too, but at the same time, I think black folks usually do vote democratic and it's it's just something that, it's, it's a well-known thing in our community. Yeah. If you're not voting democratic, it's definitely, you know, someone's gonna question you. It's an, yeah, it's an yeah. outlier, you know, it's like, it's gonna be make waves. You know, it's interesting because I feel like in the Latino community, especially mm-hmm. I, when you go a little bit more, well, I'm in the South Bay. So when you yeah. start heading up north, especially northeast, you mm-hmm. start seeing a lot of the right-leaning Latinos. So, you know, right-leaning Latinos aren't new to us. You know, it's just yeah. that we didn't realize that it would literally change a state uh, color. Well, yeah. I mean, Florida's mostly red, but it's just, it's good. To, it's good for people to realize that we're different, you know, and you can't yeah. classify us despite the fact that it didn't mean the way we wanted they can't classify us and put us in a box. It's just not gonna work, especially exactly. when they only pay attention to us when they and it benefits them. You know, right? Even the exactly. Democrats, they're so condescending. That's why it's hard to support a, a party that's so shitty, right? right? But we have two parties, so what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. But they have to know that we're more than just. I mean, yes, our vote matters, but we're more than just that. And there's a lot of factors that lead us to the polls in general, even to register. So I hope that this is. Um, it's a good wake up call for the parties to realize like, Hey, you have to invest more time, more than just shitty commercials that yeah. contain, you know, uh, stolen footage from Instagram. Or something. <laughs> yeah. It has to be better, you know? 
Um, but I don't know. Politics is, it, it sucks because it, it did get us to what we wanted, mm-hmm. you know, but to what cost? Because yeah. does that mean next year they're going to be even more condescending or I don't know. It's just, it's like a, it's a fine line that we walk and I just, I don't know. That's kind of shitty. It, it really is. And that's, it's sad that we, that's the only way we can actually put it into where it's like, it's shitty. Cause that's shitty. what it is. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think that, oh wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're, you had a thought. Go for it. Well, I was going to say when you had said we only had two parties, what about that Kanye West? Like, let's talk about that. I did not think that that was serious. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone thought it was. But, you know, he did. I uh, think he beat. Oh, I can't remember what state it was. And I don't want to get oh, it no. wrong. But there was some places where he scored like either second or what? third place. Like he he was up there. Yeah. Like he got a lot of votes. Not enough that it would have changed an election or anything like that. Yeah. But people gave up their 2020 vote for Kanye West. Not No shade on the guy. I mean, I love. Uh, <laughs> Love this music. dropout, loved it. But <laughs> but lately, man, I just can't. I don't know what it is, and and I, I think it speaks more to this idea of like celebrity because mm-hmm. that's another thing I saw a lot of was like people asking celebrities to choose a side. And listen, mm-hmm. I I agree that if you have a platform and you have something to say, fucking go ahead and say it. Right. You are just an American, just like us. So if you want to use your freedom of speech, go ahead. That said, we don't have to hear from every celebrity. Like, it doesn't have to be such a big deal. Like, yeah, people should be able to make their own decisions without having to resort to what their favorite Kardashian is going to say, you know? And yeah, it, it hurts, again, because there is brilliant people like LeBron and, and other musicians and other uh, athletes that are trying, not just talking about it, but trying to do something about it um, by opening more polls or, or donating or doing some kind of grassroots organizing but there's also a lot of people that, you know, should just shut the hell up. But I can't say that because, I mean, free speech and all. But Right. Yeah. It's yeah, about, I saw. Yeah. Sorry. Even some campaign, no, yeah, some campaigns that I was doing um, over this election period, like for content creation, yeah. had to do with the elections, like yeah. maybe some songs or some um, just like videos in general mm. and or posts. But it the the amount of celebrities that were involved this year was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen. And then also taking into consideration everyone's at home, you know, or like working from home. Yeah, just consuming, consuming, consuming. Yeah, just thinking about all that. I'm like, wow, I really saw some of these celebrities as humans for a little, a little, (laughs) you know? Two seconds, yeah. (laughs) Right. And I get it. Like it's, and this is not me dogging on celebrities. Like I get it. They they, they have an opinion and everything. It's just that when they take themselves too seriously, that's when I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, I mean, it's good that you have a point of view, but some of us just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, true. I mean, that said, though, like, I feel like a lot of the content creation, especially that you were making or that I was seeing, like, on YouTube and TikTok and all that sort of stuff, it was very much just to get the vote out there. That's one of the, my favorite yeah. things was a lot of nonprofit organizations were very, they were bipartisan, right? So they were just like, hey, register and vote. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't telling you who to vote for. They weren't telling you what to think of. They were just thinking, vote make your voice heard because I, I feel like they knew uh at the end of the day like if enough people voted and, and you know we made our voice heard then we'd get them out of office because that's kind of what we wanted as a country yeah that said there's still 70 i think 70 billion people that still voted for him so billion uh it's hard to say that we won when uh you know pretty much half of the country doesn't agree with us 
Right. Yeah, it's rough. That is that's a that is a very tough thing to come to terms with. Yeah. yeah, I that worries me for sure. I've actually been quite worried since the election because you know after the election they did say like no matter what the results were like people are going to start rioting or just coming out. I kind of did expect some shit to go down. There were some a, a couple of protests um like from the QAnon people and like the Proud Boys. They really? did some shit, but it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy as far as I understand it. But that said, like, I feel like that's why it's hard to think that it's, we've, we're done. Like this is over. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of people that are going to keep that rhetoric, that like MAGA rhetoric. Yeah. So that the next person, it's not going to be him, but it's going to be someone very close to him. That's why, mm-hmm. that's why the Republican party keeps backing him up because they know that in two years, you're going to have to like Georgia, Georgia's uh, Senate votes go up in two years. And they know that if they back him up mm-hmm. in two years, his because it's his fans. It's not even the Republican Party. But yeah, his fans will back up the Republican Party. So they're kind of they're kind of grifting, really. They're just kind of riding the wave because they know by law there's nothing he can do. But if they keep talking smack till January, then they can pocket in those votes for later. So yeah, it's kind of fucked up. It's but, fucked up and smart. Yeah, it's because it might just work. It might just work, but that's what I'm <laughs> we should keep our eyes open for the next, you know, the next reality TV uh, president. It, it's just I know I don't know what shape or form it's gonna come in. Maybe next time it'll be educated, it'll be very articulate, <laughs> and it'll be very well, you know, with yeah, with ideas. Yeah. I mean, you can but it, it'll be just uh, it'll be covering up more of the same bullshit. That's why we yeah. have to be able to know the difference. But it's scary. Yeah. But yeah, fight's not over. Right. I think a lot of the things that that some of the tools that we can use to combat this rhetoric and stuff, which they kind of pointed out this year, but not really. But I really, truly think that if more media, more media, more people were media, were literate with media and understood how it worked and how how people use it to manipulate folks or I say manipulate, but literally just make you believe an idea. Whether it's you know, a skating video like mine, whether it's a, an idea like, wow, this is cool. That's an idea. I am making you think this because yeah. I literally strategically cut this together yeah. so that it's entertaining <laughs> to that extent. And it says something like, a, you know, election commercial, you know. Yeah. So it's I think more people deserve to be literate with media. But just how can how can we teach folks? I've been I've been thinking about that a lot actually because yeah. with media being used the way it is now and now with COVID too and the restrictions a lot of people are on it and a lot of people know that people are on it so they're they're kind of taking advantage of us especially the the people who really don't know how media works and it's, well, it's funny you bring it's tough up. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, it's funny you bring that up because a lot of times it, it, we stay in our bubbles and I'm, I mean I'm guilty yeah. of this I'm not gonna lie. Um, I like being told that I'm right or that my ideas are right. Same. <laughs> so that said, I feel like it is dangerous, but we are aware of it. So I feel like to some extent, especially people that are uh, a little more literate with computers or uh, yeah. their entertainment as a whole, we know and we're guilty of it. So we try to find a couple other things. I mean, I watch Fox News just to mm-hmm. know what they're talking about sometimes or I'll watch uh-huh. videos and, and try to understand where they're coming from. That yeah. said, a lot of people don't take the time. So if you know, after a long day at work, yeah, um, it's harder. You know, and they're frustrated because they're not making enough money or because maybe they're out of work and they're just stuck at home and they don't know who to blame. 
they turn on the TV and the TV is telling them one thing, why wouldn't they believe it? You know, yeah. if they already have biases and not necessarily like racist biases, but just biases in general. And, um, you know, that show is feeding into that bias. It's dangerous. It's, and it's very scary. And I, especially because again, we fall in these like rabbit holes. We fall in these bubbles of Facebook and then YouTube and the news that just all tell you the same thing. It's, yeah. I don't know. But that's a great question. How do you, how do you dig someone out of a hole like that? And then how do you yeah. the mask that, you know, check, check your sources. Out yeah. Like, right. Like it's literally like, sometimes it's something as simple as like a website that appears to be real, but you look at the top and it's like dot C O four seven, like, you know, it's not even an actual yeah, website. No, I, I get it. Or you click on it and it's like, it's just like the randomest post. Or mm-hmm. it has the weirdest uh ad support and i'm like okay, yeah that's, that's kind of weird but the little signs. It, it takes those two steps but that's why um and I, you know it's so easy to point your finger and be like facebook you know YouTube. Yeah. but it it isn't i mean it, it, they are part of the problem and they definitely don't do anything about it because it gets some money mm-hmm. but it it is there does come a little bit of like uh responsibility you know because mm-hmm. people know that, well, the famous, uh, quote, fake news is a thing, right? Yeah. So if we know that, why are we making, doing a little more research? Mm-hmm. Then again, sometimes the research becomes just more feeding into the bullshit. So right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a lot. That, this, it's a lot. It's, yeah. <laughs> but but I, it's a good, it's good. It's good that people know that there's an issue. And I, yeah. I think a good place to start is at home. I, I try to tell my parents every time they, because they send me articles like it's nobody's business. Like my mom <laughs> send me something. And sometimes That's it's funny. sort of like, you know, fact checky kind of way. But uh-huh. sometimes it's also in a paranoid kind of way. And I have awesome. to tell like, okay, mom, like, okay, let's break this down. Like, who shared it? And where's it coming from? And what is it saying, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I think she sent me something like, oh, we're finally, oh, like the Pfizer, the uh, having to do with the vaccine, right? And she's like, they found a cure. And I was like, okay, no. Not so, a cure. Not a cure. So, <laughs> building trials it looks very promising but even if it does go through it's not a cure it's a deterrent so that you don't get it just like the so you know it's those little talks that i feel like we have to have with uh, those around us sometimes yeah you know and catching those things because do you ever like have a conversation with someone and they say something like yeah did you know that yes uh, the drones this and i'm like oh <laughs> and like you could ignore it and walk right away, you, you know? could which but sometimes you're like <laughs> actually no i feel you i actually run into that a lot and i just want to be like so where did you read that um who wrote that article or like (laughs) was that a statistic how how many people did they actually interview you know because like even the statistics can be can be messed up too but yeah you could have grabbed an expert from us because i've been i've been part i've been faulty of it like sometimes i'll read something and i'll believe it a victim to fake news (laughs) someone tells me like no do that that article is way off because of this and that and i'm like oh shit you know yeah you gotta like finesse your way too because you can't just confront someone especially if they're already right. you can't be like you're wrong you know right it's very much like okay like let's break this down like mm-hmm. oh really tell me more oh, like really you really think that's going on like but why and then you know maybe they uh kind of trail off and don't want to talk about it anymore or they you know because i mean it's hard to change people's minds but yeah give them enough information for them to be like hey maybe you're right maybe this is bullshit so yeah it's it's but you're right like um approaching those type of conversations important and also uh questioning things 
question things period because sometimes people like you said they'll see it and just believe it but when you are talking to someone who may not have the the best source you might you imagine based off of what they say you could definitely just just question sometimes in my experience i've noticed when i ask questions they could they start to be kind of like oh snap like that actually doesn't make sense so yeah sometimes helpful sometimes they even have to just say it out loud yeah you're like they realize because i've i've done that sometimes where where i think yes. something's funny and then i say it out loud and i'm like oh that is no that is bad like, I don't know why I been, i've been thinking that so like it just takes yeah. that little step sometimes to be like okay where can we go from here but mm-hmm. teaching that in mass i feel like sometimes it's hard so it might take a little bit of like the, you know work around the people around you you know start with the yeah. people around you and go from there start with the people around you i like that yeah <laughs> that's one way to start but no i uh another thing i wanted to talk to you and uh it's kind of random, but uh, I remember last time we were talking about, you know, the movie business and like the mm-hmm. agency that you started or you know, the contacts that you were helping getting skaters, black skaters in movies or shows or any kind of uh, entertainment business. How yeah. is that going with everything happening just as a whole? How is entertainment being produced or is anything going on? Yes, actually, yeah. yes. It, there's a lot of things that are happening and it's crazy because I'm kind of scared that things are still happening because well, of COVID. Because act- they shouldn't be happening. They shouldn't be happening, but they are definitely, it's show business, literally, um, because people want content. And I've had, you know, it's been a really cool experience. I've been able to, I've gotten reached out by like producers for uh, music videos and for certain projects too that they want to they need they want skaters so it's been very exciting to be able to receive those types of emails and you know actually see that some of this work that i really haven't really been getting paid for kind of (laughs) (laughs) kind of come together you know it's starting to to come together but i think the coolest part too is how seriously um industry not industries companies take the page um wow, it's it's great. it's actually kind of it, it makes me feel really confident that um you know kind of like with your podcast like you really could just start something stay committed to it and and things will come as much work you put into it things will come whether you see it now or you see it later yeah. it's coming for sure yeah. <laughs> that's that's great advice as a whole for anyone that's really trying to do anything creative or anything yeah. any work personal growth or anything like that it's just it's about being patient. I mean, I, I, I this is my hobby. You know what I mean? I, I like yeah. talking to interesting people. I like having cool conversations. So for me, this is a treat. But I understand mm-hmm. that a lot of people like are trying to be content creators or trying to do something creative. Sometimes the feedback isn't isn't as great as you would think they are. You know, especially when you're seeing mm-hmm. so many people do so many amazing things. It's easy to compare yourself. But I think it comes down to just better than you were yesterday and then just yes. kind of working off of that right yes absolutely i can definitely relate with that because you know skating i have only so much money some folks have a lot of resources so they right. they've been producing some really amazing content but for me it's like i'm not a one man team i do have some folks that i've been working with but it's harder for me because because i have covid restrictions plus i have my own financial things that i have to worry right. about yeah. And so I can't do certain things like if I could travel to different states, you know, which I have for certain things, but 
I can't do that all the time. Yeah. But I I think I could I can sometimes find myself comparing to others. But you know what else? I I kind of stop at that thought of of competition and just think, okay, well, let's see what some of the stuff that they're doing that I can actually produce or you know something that I can do to my best ability with the resources that I have. Right. Um, not really like copying, but more so what's working for them and their method to get people to see their things. Right. I feel like it's always about uh, you know borrowing ideas. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 easy to copy. I, I get what you're coming from, but yeah, it's also good to know like okay, if this worked for them, then it could work for me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's great. I feel like again, it comes down to wanting to do it, right? Like you yeah. like to skate, you like to create this content, and there's something probably in your head that keeps telling you like I could do it like this or I could do it like that. Yes, that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing that drives you forward, and I I like that. I like I like when people are doing that. And I like when people have found that because uh, sometimes it takes a long time. You know, like I played music for a long time and I really liked it, but I always knew that I didn't want to do that. You know, I never really wanted to be a musician. I just enjoyed it. It was a good way to like de-stress and stuff like that. But when I started doing the podcast, again, it started as a hobby and it is a hobby, but then I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, yeah, (laughs) I should have gone to college for like, uh, like like, (laughs) telecommunications or something like that. This is amazing. Like, this is really cool. So I see it, you know, and it's about working with what you have. So that's great. I'm glad, again, I'm glad the all that work has paid off and uh, or it's paying off and that, yeah like you said the page is t- being taken seriously and well that you're still doing stuff that's great yeah i, I would have thought that everything was up uh, to a halt honestly yeah no it's been pretty it's been pretty good thankfully um and also just for opportunities with myself being able to help people get hired for certain things or even just looked at because unfortunately in the skating community there's there's since there's an oversaturated amount of roller skaters, right. some some of my favorite skaters, some of the coolest skaters that have been skating for a long time get over overlooked because maybe their social media is not up to par. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that my thing when people reach out to me for things, I'm yeah. an okay skater. I'm I'm a decent skater. I love skating, you know. Yeah. But I think you're selling, also, selling yourself short, but okay. I might be, but you know, I, I love skating and I, I know people who love skating too and also are just way more skilled than I am. Right. So being able to pass opportunities to other folks is something that I really, really don't take for granted because that could be changing somebody's life because someone probably did that for me. Well, yeah, somebody did that for me actually, definitely for okay. the Teen Vogue and um i was recently i i shot for calvin klein it hasn't oh, came wow. out yet hasn't came out that's yet great but though that's that's great yeah right thanks um yeah, congrats. but but that's that's what i'm talking about i feel like yeah. it all comes down to i mean especially nowadays you need a social media presence with anything yes. to do with entertainment uh-huh. then again it's great that a page like yours is able to help people that may not have the skill to have that sort of social media impact or even if they do maybe they're just not doing it enough or doing it right or maybe someone saw your page before they saw theirs so it's good to have that sort of middle ground and i feel like yeah it's really cool that you're doing that for your skate community you know because like you mentioned there's so much talent out there and it sucks when it's not being recognized you know especially yeah, it does when someone like yourself that skates it, it, it always comes down to the people that are in the circle that appreciate it the most because mm-hmm. they really know what it takes because i watch a video i'll watch one of your videos and i'm like oh that looks really fun and a little part in the back of my head thinks I could do that. You know I mean? Yeah, right. I will try. Like I, I haven't had the courage to actually go and do it. <laughs> but a little bit part of it's me is true. like, oh, I could totally do that. 
But yeah. you know, it's it's the skate. It's the people that skate that realize like, oh shit, that's hard. Like you know, yeah. or like, wow, I can't believe they did that. Like maybe it's not something crazy jump or something like that, but it's the way it's cut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, all that sort of stuff. It, it takes work. It takes a lot of work. So it does. Great. Yeah. So I was going to ask, is, has skating helped you with the stressors of uh, election and COVID and everything like that? Absolutely. Or? Absolutely. Yeah. Yo. I think that skating has definitely saved my life during this election, yeah. during this year period. But election for sure, because, um, you know, could literally just throw some headphones on and just get it out, get all that yeah. frustration out. Um, so, yeah, I'm thankful for that, really. I really am. Yeah. Uh, actually, I also wanted to ask you, tell me a little bit about Skateland. I know that you were posting about it. Oh, yeah. So so Skateland is a roller skating rink in Northridge, California, which is mm-hmm. in a little bit outside of L.A., but it's, I think, still considered L.A. area, people would say. Right. Um, it's being, you know, shut down. The owners had released a statement on Instagram <laughs> saying that they're, that the pandemic has really caused a lot of financial hardships on the, on the rink, which it has a lot of rinks across the country being closed down. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, no, go ahead. Even before COVID, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're skating rinks still pretty popular because here in San Diego, I think there's one. Yeah. World, still, a skate uh, world. Yeah. Skate world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So even before, even before COVID, they were dwindling. Is that correct or am I yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. So there's actually a documentary called United Skates on HBO that kind of touches on the topic. Um, yeah, roller skating rinks, they're not really thriving because the property taxes, like ultimately, like this is the main cause of the mm-hmm. closing. The property taxes are too high for the property and they're, you know, you can only charge so, so much for entrance and you can only hold so many people so it's not it's not making the cut for most of these rinks so um you know people have tried different things like hosting parties so that they can get people from all over the united states to one rink to help a rink survive but um still even before covid yeah they were they're struggling trying to stay alive so um skateland was having this issue and they released a statement saying that they're going to shut down but it's it it's something that i think is kind of preventable right now because especially on the west coast because like i think we talked about it on the last podcast but there was like a really high resurgence of roller skating people buying skates i mean skate companies were sold out and so for skateland to be closing even though you know we're still i guess on lockdown other roller other roller skating rings have been finding resources like allowing music videos to be shot in there because you know it's like a closed private thing they can wear their masks they can shoot aesthetic is amazing right it's beautiful um so some rinks like moonlight rollaway have been doing that which is another skating rink but skateline you know they i don't think they really tried too many options before deciding to close and that was kind of concerning to me and a lot of my skater friends because we have we we actually um had another skating rink over here, World on Wheels. And I'm pretty sure that one's on the brink of closing too, to be honest, but people probably don't know. But in the past it was shut down because it couldn't make the cut with money. And, but people fought for it to, to, to stay alive and it didn't work. But then they were able to get help from like Nipsey Hussle and other investors to reopen it. 
because that's how sacred roller skating rinks are to our community, honestly. And so it's really hard. It's hard to see that Skateline is shutting down. So that's why me and a few others met up to protest it, the decision, because we didn't feel like it was one that needed to be made, even though they, right. Even though they said that they were forced to close it, it it kind of felt a little sus a little bit because they didn't really reach out to the roller skating community. And some of the people who skate there regularly have connections to famous skaters, celebrity skaters. They would probably be down to, you know, whether it's a GoFundMe. I was uh, thrown in a little bit too soon. Yeah, I honestly do. And it's unfortunate to, to say that, but yeah, I think, I think that is what the issue might have been. So um, so yeah, I'm actually, that's something I've been working on a lot is trying to, I'm trying to help save that rink because they are not going to start breaking ground, I believe until April. And I think that, you know, things can be stopped before then, hopefully, or something. Cause no, it's just it's, devastating to see. No, it's great. And I feel like it's great that you, it, it's inspiring to see that, you know, you don't want to see it go down without, uh, without a fight. And that, that speaks to a lot, uh, especially with COVID. There's so many things closing down and I, you know, I really could care less if a big company goes down, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, right. it is jobs granted and it is yeah, the same, that but is true. when it comes to small business or things that like hold a community down, it, it really is a shame because, you know, we all want it there and we all wish we could help as much as we could, but sometimes, you know, it's just not there. Sometimes yeah. we need to help ourselves. So it's a little, it's a little complicated. It's a little much, but I understand, yeah. you know, I understand the, struggle and uh you know the heartbreak of it all but i i do hope something happens i do hope um you guys are able to save it um that's it i hope so too yeah that's it that it just goes to show you know we when we can help we have to help uh you know whether it's a local food place or coffee or uh well roller skating rings are a little harder because you can't congregate inside but yeah whatever (laughs) still fighting out there and trying to survive you know maybe skip starbucks and go to a a local coffee shop you know yes skip, absolutely we skip in starbucks and get some local wings you know like things like that you know it's about uh trying to help the community and just really because it'll you'll want it there someday and you'll look back and think fuck i should have i should have done something right because once it's gone they most likely don't come back yeah unfortunately yeah but yeah but we're gonna fight we fighting <laughs> don't worry about it we're fighting trust me there's actually one of the ladies who came out she 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 had her posters like ready from her the last time she was out oh, there wow. trying okay. to save world on wheels yeah so i was gonna say there's definitely people there like i mean there's uh, there's a strong community right yeah there is but it's i know when it comes to actually like fighting fighting for uh to save the rinks it's not as many folks coming out because just like with every other you know cause or issue not everybody is down to you know put in the work yeah They'll yeah. kind of like how you said, look back and be like, dang, I should have, but not yeah, really. Yeah, but that's why it's good sometimes to like sort of guilt people into it and be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we want this. Like you and I both want this. It's about yeah. putting when we work. You know, it's it's always the, uh, the grassroots, the small organizations that get shit started, um, you know, get the ball rolling. So, you know, we have to keep fighting for what we want. Even even sometimes, I'm not saying in this case, <laughs> I'm not trying to shut anything, but I was saying, sometimes even when it looks like maybe like a lost cause, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. Case, but like, so it's, it's still worth fighting because right. it, it shows that you're, that you want something, you want to change or what you want something to be different and yeah. it's okay to make your voice heard. So I right. definitely support that for sure. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, Lily, thank you so much for doing this. It's a lot of fun. Thank I, you. Uh, I, you know, I was gonna say I've been wanting, we've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm glad our first uh, uh, election uh, episode, I guess, or season yeah. four episode was with you. I'm glad we were finally. Yeah, I'm so happy. It's always a pleasure talking to you, David. No, for sure. I, I would love to have you back. You know, with who? With Anna Sassi. That'd be what? A yeah, let's do a, yes! let's do a, a trio one. Let's find a topic. Uh, let's. I'll do a little, a little group uh, DM. Okay. And we'll, we'll brainstorm some topics. It'd be great to have a good hour, hour and a half. I'd love that. You know, I'll probably just let you guys talk and I'll just host it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll, either I way mean, it goes. Cool I like when you you talk. I love when you talk. I love talking to you. Great. Real well, talk. Then, yeah. Well, let's do that. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, so okay. I'll hit you up with that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So Lily, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, at Lily Skates a Lot. You can find my YouTube channel, Lily Live a Little. And if you want to email me about anything, Lily Skates a Lot at gmail.com. All right. And my phone number? I'm just kidding. Social <laughs> <laughs> security and credit card. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Lily, and uh, have a good rest Thank of your you. day. You too. Take care. Also, I mean, this will be posted on Friday. So I guess happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Take it easy. You too. Bye. Bye.